Okay, here we go. Welcome back to the David Amber Show. And uh, we've decided to take a trip with everybody today. Tell you what it's like when somebody with diabetes travels, kind of our the unique needs uh, that we have and the, the, the stuff we carry. Amber, tell you, know, <laughs> what was your last trip? Where'd you go? Oh, I, yeesh. I mean, I moved to San Antonio. That's not technically a trip. So that was, but still having to pack all my shit was a big deal. But I will say something that you mentioned earlier about Paris. So I went to Paris, France for the millennium. Oh, wow. And yeah, my, I had a girlfriend that lived there. She was a nanny for the U.S. ambassador. I had a crazy time. Point being, I don't remember what I packed gear wise. I was there for five weeks. Like, I don't even remember if I took my tester. I mean, granted, that was 21 years ago. I would hope to. Anywho, diabetes gear, I really don't remember. So international, I went to Australia for five weeks. I really don't remember. You know, it, it's funny that you say that because I know somebody who went type one for a good friend of mine. He went to, I think it was I'm trying to remember if I get all the countries right. He went to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand, and something else, which is a long flight. I mean, like oh, yeah. a majorly long flight because he, he left from Chicago. And I believe, I believe now I'm not sure about this. And I, you know, somebody's probably going to, you know, call us up and say he's true. <laughs> but I believe the flight to Singapore is 18 hours. I'm not sure. Right. And it was a nonstop flight. And, you know, he was saying that, you know, because of all the time changes, Oh, yeah. You know, think about that. You know, you're you literally I believe he said when he came home because of the time changes, he picked up a day. Right. And going there, he like lost a day. And but it is, you know, you get, you know, when you think about that, if you are like an insulin user, you know, let's and you're going to be let's say you're going to be away for an extended period of time. You got to make sure that a that you have insulin with you, obviously enough yeah. insulin. And B, I think the uh, the backup plan is what happens if you're in a foreign country and your insulin vial breaks. Oh yeah, you know yes. where, do, where do you go? You know what do you do? You know, and there and I, I believe when you I don't know if you when you went, but I think people do this. I don't know if they still do or not, but I think you could buy insurance for that. I think so too. Yeah, I think they sell something like you know, if even though that let's say you're covered by whatever you're covered here in America, I think you could buy like international coverage when you're away, something like that. I don't know. So, but that that's an interesting thing to bring up though, because for anybody who's a patient with diabetes, and I don't care if you're on insulin or not, you know, think if think if your bags are lost. Yeah. You know, you know, where are my pen needles? Where are my pens? Where's my syringe? Where's my stop? Well, and that's one of the things that I really wanted to bring up in this episode in particular, because I remember when I first got on the CGM, I was flying a lot to do speaker events, whatever. And I thought, holy shit, I've got to get the pat down. I I can't go through the scanner. (laughs) Like I take that very seriously. I didn't want to mess up my gear. And I will say that for people not living with diabetes, everything that we carry, we are carry on is serious. And I've had fights with not fights. Heated discussions with airline staff. I was like, listen, I have to have this stuff with me, by me, blah, 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 blah. And you kind of can be a jerk about it. And I will say that I know there's other things. And I don't know, Dave, especially since you travel a lot, you can get some type of certification or whatever so that you bypass the uh, bunch of stuff because you have a disability and it's proven that you have a disability. You don't have to prove it every time that you're there. I Okay. First of all, yeah, I do travel a lot and I am a, uh, what's called a uh, TSA that's uh, it. You know, where I'm, where yeah. I'm, uh, they clear you, you don't have to stand in line with everybody. I will say this, all the airlines, since they 
or TSA or whoever, you know, the security people and the airlines too, since they've instituted, you know, some of the newer screening techniques. Yeah. Thank God a combination of patient advocates and industry kind of tried to educate them as to like, I very rarely, when I go through the, what I call the normal screening, not one of the ones where you hold your hands up, whatever. Yeah. Are, right? Like very rarely do I, do I beep. Okay. It is rare. And I wear the Omnipod and I also wear the G6 sensor. Yeah. However, there are times when you will undergo a random, you know, you, you, you're randomized and you have to go through the, like the x-ray oh, yeah. chain and they will, and you're right for, I think for whom it, for me, I could care less if they pat me down. And yes, you know, I find, I have found most of the TSA agents at least recently, the very understanding, you know, you, you basically say, hey, I'm a type 1 diabetic. That's my insulin pump. That's my glucose sensor. And you realize they are doing their job because you yeah. know, they'll they'll um, put that stuff on your hands to see if oh, you yeah. explode or not. Um, and I wish I would explode. It'd be kind of cool. But but it is, yeah, it is a it is something that I think I've talked to other patients with diabetes who either wear a sensor or some of them wear what I call a conventional tube pump, and they are sensitive. And I, and again, I'm not trying to be gender specific here, but I, te- I seem to find I don't think any woman likes to be patted down. And I believe, and I believe the rules are that a woman has to pat down a woman. That's true. And I have a funny joke to tell you really quick. So when I get my pat downs, and they're like, okay, we're going to do a brisk blah 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 underneath your breast and here, and I was like, you know what? That's more action than I've had in a long time. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm kidding, but you have to make a joke of it, right? Well, and, and you know, you are right too when it comes to like even with TSA, you know, you still have to run your carry-on through a um and you know it it is very interesting because I follow so many um diabetic groups on Facebook, you know, the questions you get about will that impact your devices. Now and I and I can have you know the industry clarify this, but it's my knowledge that that's such a low low dose of whatever radio waves or whatever the hell they use that it's it, first of all it will not impact your your it should uh, let's put it this way it should not impact the, the performance of, it's not like an MRI you know, right if you know if you're going to get an MRI yeah. you, know, you got to take off all your shit whether you like it or not yeah you know but but you know airport technology especially it's not a high i forgot the term that they use but it's not a high grade of that i think the biggest problem we have is when you get somebody who doesn't understand what all that stuff is yeah and they are doing their job you know listen we know why they're doing their job we may not like why they're doing their job and because i think i'm also trying to think i don't know how much liquid an insulin vial is considered Oh, so if you have, you know, I've never had a problem with that. Yeah, me neither. So it's got to be below the whatever, but yeah, would, was it three ounces? Is, is uh, I don't know. It's got to be because your conditioner or your whatever. I, we're digressing. We're digressing from diabetes. So, but yes, yeah, I mean, when you travel, but but not really though. I and mean, when you think about it, when we travel, these are all things we're thinking about. Okay, what oh, do yeah. we, you know? What do we? And and the other thing, and I don't know about you, like um, like I'm about to go on a trip. And I know, let's say I'll be gone over three days. So that for what that means for me is I have to change my pod. Okay. My insulin delivery system. So, which means I have to bring insulin with me. Where do I pack it? I, and since I'm only doing a carry on 
and I'm very nuts about this. This is my probably my one pet peeve. I got to make sure it's wrapped in something. So obviously the vial, which is made out of glass, doesn't break. Now, I will have more control over this than giving it to some baggage handler. Now, I don't know about you, but when I travel, even if it's for, let's say it was for where I'm checking a bag, in my carry-on, if I need an insulin, that's when my insulin would be. All of my diabetes supplies, every single bit of them are on my carry-on. Yeah, yeah. and I don't let them out of my sight. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think a lot of people, quite honestly, feel that way because, God forbid, if they lose your bag, yeah, at least you have your stuff. Well, and I think and lessons are hard learned for some of us when it comes to that kind of stuff, because bags do get lost. And I'm saying to the people listening who don't have diabetes, we have a separate checklist of things to pack in addition to our under, clean underwear and the contact <laughs> solution, right? And so just know that there are a lot of other factors going on. And I become, I'm going to say OCD, like I lay everything out, I make sure, whatever, because it, especially if we're going to another country like you touched on, if something were to happen to some of your devices and your SOL, it is very difficult. It can be very difficult. You know, you bring up a, a great point because I don't want to say I'm OCD about it, but I do I like my stuff that I have to have. Like, and it's not just like insulin or extra pods or stuff like that. It's even the charger, making sure. Oh yeah. Because with the Omnipod, there was a separate device called the PDM needs to be charged. Okay. Well, unfortunately, or whatever, just it's not the same kind of charging technology as my Apple phone. Right. So I have to make sure that I not that I have all of your chargers. I have all of the right charge. And then and as you mentioned, if I'm traveling internationally, another thing I make sure is in my carry-on is all the conversion technology because they're <laughs> you know, because their plugs are different than ours. Yeah. So it really I mean, I know these are like nutty things to think about, but you're right. When you're when you're a patient with diabetes, and I don't care what kind of diabetes you have. You know, you, you know, your meds, your, let, let's say you're not on a CGM, but you want to make sure you have your test strips, test strips, your lancing device, you know, all that. And, you know, these are things that like, okay, if you're, if you're, if we're going, let's say on a long road trip, okay. You know, I live in San Diego now, you live in Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma. If you were traveling to me or I was traveling with you in a car and something went wrong, we could stop at a Walgreens, a CVS. You know, and get if there's a prescription on file, you got to make sure all your shit's updated. So let's not that's not like it's like, oh, I can just cruise through Walgreens and get whatever. Keep no, going. But, yeah. But you know what I'm saying, though? It's like in, and I would say that 90 percent of us have apps. OK, now I don't know about you, but I have my I have even though my scripts are fulfilled through a mail order service, I still have access to them. And so but I guess what I'm saying is that you know, a long road trip here, you know, in the United States, I mean, you, you know, I mean, and it's not, and, it's, and, I, and I'm not trying to say that Walgreens and CVS, you know, I mean, you go to Walmart, they have a pharmacy there. Yeah. You know, almost every grocery store has a pharmacy. So it's not like you're left, quote unquote, out in the cold when you're on a long road trip. You know, it's a little bit different when you're traveling on an airplane and it's a lot different when you're traveling internationally. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, but but you are, you know, you, you know, you bring up an interesting point because let's say you are going on a long road trip. OK, well, then you got to start thinking about if you are like an insulin user. OK, where do I store my insulin? You know, you know, is it, if it's a summertime road trip, do I I know people I, I didn't do this personally, but I know people who bring a cooler with them hmm. you know, and they make sure that, you know, their insulin is in the cooler. 
Now, if I'm on a road trip to where I'm driving my Subaru through the country, then yeah, I would put a cooler because I want to pack snacks and stuff just so I don't eat shitty food on the, along the highway. So I get that international travel that's different, but there, and there are a lot of brands that are now coming out that they have many cooling kits or keep your insulin warm enough. You know, you know that's a, that's a, I meant to ask you that because you bring up a really interesting point. It's not just the drugs and devices, it's snacks. Yeah. Like, like when you, when you flew like internationally, what, what, what did you make sure you had to eat? Cause you know, you're not going to get service all the time. Right. Well, because I have a chosen restricted diet, I pack things like nuts and bars. I like the, for low blood sugar snacks, because they're easy to pack and they're light is, oh, what are they called? I don't know the brand, but they're basically like gummy rolls. Uh Gummy is not the word, but that's like a fruit roll. Yeah. 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 Something simple. I know it's got, you know, 12 to 15 grams of carbs. It's going to be easy and I can throw it in my whatever bag. I get really serious about like, if I'm going to catch a flight in the morning and I have to sit at the airport when I would normally be eating, I pack a breakfast. So I will do like a breakfast burrito or something. So I get really serious, serious about stuff like this. You know, but a lot of people do. I mean, they get, you know, and, and when you think about it, you know, it adds to that. I think, you know, again, everybody's a different kind of traveler. You know, I do it so often, you know, it kind of takes stuff for granted. But there are people who I call quote unquote anxious travelers. And, you know, but when you have diabetes, and then again, I don't care what kind of diabetes you have, you know, there's other stuff you just have to think about, you know, whether you like that or not. And, you know, it, and, and let's say you're traveling, and I don't know about you, but I've traveled with companions who don't have diabetes, yet become, you know, because they carry a purse, they, they become my holder, you know? <laughs> they got all my stuff, you know? Let me say, as somebody living with diabetes and who used to do the Diabetes Daily Grind with Ryan, my friend Ryan, there were times whenever we'd go into social settings or whatever, and he'd be like, hey, can you put my gear in your purse? I'm like, dude, I already got my own shit. Like, you're waiting me down. <laughs> <laughs> So as a loved one, if somebody asks you to put their stuff in your purse or whatever, just yeah. be kind and throw the shit in the bag. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it, it, but it is, you know, I, it is, it, and again, I, and I don't know about you when you trap, you know, what I know that when I travel, I mean, I, 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 my, my hypo protection, you know, if I'm going to go low is I, I chew on those tablets. Oh yeah. Tablets. And I have the big, big jar of them that I carry with me. And then I also have the little like the 10 pack. pack. Yeah. yeah. I carry in my, you know, I used to, I would say my briefcase, but now it's a backpack. Uh, Cause nobody carries a briefcase anymore, but uh, yeah, it is. It is. You know, I think the takeaway here is like everything else is, you know, a normal person when they go on any trip, whether it's a short trip, long trip, international, domestic, you know, they pack, you know, clothes, underwear, shaving, you know, toothbrushes, all that stuff. And that, you know, they don't have to worry about anything. And, you know, yeah. All things that you could buy easily if you forget it. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, great point. No, that that's a, you know, like, right. If like I, I had this bad habit every time I travel, I'd, I'd forget to pack a toothpaste, a toothbrush. You know, I must have a collection of toothbrushes now. But, but you're right. Yes, it's all things that are easily replaced. I mean, you don't have, you don't need a prescription for it. You, you just, you go to any, you know, any five and dime, any Walmart, yeah. whatever, and you can go get for us, some of the stuff, yes, it's easy to replace, but some stuff isn't. And that the other thing we don't know is how many hoops we're going to have to do to get there. You know, like you had mentioned, you know, let's say you, you know, you walk in. Now, again, I don't know what the new law is, but I believe if you are on insulin, they have to give it to you. They have to give it to you. I think it's a 30 or 90 day supply. I can't recall. I think it's a 30 day supply. And I think now that cost is now capped as well. That's Kevin's law is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, so when I look at that, but you're you're absolutely right because things, even if we let's say found a Walgreens or a CVS, whatever, doesn't mean that we're a it's going to be open. B that it's going to have what we want. Yeah. C that they can easily give it to us. So yes, we have. In addition to all the other stuff we have to bring, we have all this other stuff that we that we have to make sure that is with us. And and you're right. I mean, I've done this so many times. I've like a mental checklist. Yeah. You know, and what a, and I don't know about you, but what the thing I think about first now when I travel other than make sure I have a mask with me is, oh my God, do I have all my diabetes stuff? You know, that's the first thing I always check. Do I have all that? And then everything after that I can care less about. Which is good. And I want to say too, whether like we but we touched on whether it's a long road trip or those, and we said this in a couple of the podcasts previously, is an impromptu situation sometimes, even though we want to be spontaneous, can be difficult. So let's just say your partner, you're somebody dating someone new and they want to say, they, they come and say, hey, I booked a lake trip. We're going, we're leaving in 30 minutes. Well, that's great. And I appreciate your go-getter attitude, but it's going to take me two hours to get all my shit together. So to be patient. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because I agree. I mean, it's not as much as we'd like to be able to just pick up and go. It's not that simple. <laughs> it's not always easy for us to do that, but that's great. So so I guess the lesson learned here, like for everybody else who doesn't have diabetes and is, you know, working with somebody who does is, hey, if there's one rule, be patient and be yeah. understanding because we got a lot of stuff we got to worry about. <laughs> I completely agree. 